Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. So how did you how did you get into the paranormal end of this? Well, it uh, oh, it, it it happened at my uh, interest as as a kid. I you know instead of watching uh, Mister Rogers, they had this, <laughs> um, um, Lost in Space reruns at the same time. So yep. that's what I watched. Uh, I was really into science fiction. Loved monster movies. Um, on on the monster end, uh, when I was a kid, I remember reading in the local newspaper, the Kansas City Star, about uh, a Bigfoot encounter in Louisiana, Missouri. And that really, really made an impact on me because it was Bigfoot, it was in my state, and it was in the newspaper. And and I followed the story for for a few weeks until it until it uh, eventually disappeared. But uh, ah, man, I'd go out in the cornfields and uh, with a bag with with sandwiches, a notebook, and just I was looking for looking for Bigfoot. I got captured when I stumbled across the abominable snowman stories from the Himalayas. And, you know, it was a white-looking furry creature. And then I saw the dark-haired Bigfoot years later, and I said, my gosh, that's the same-looking creature, except, you know, the hair color's different. And But I was hooked on all these things. And how did you go about researching Chasing American Monsters, which, by the way, is a very complete book? You did a great job with this. Well, thank you. I, I really appreciate that, George. I well, a, a number of these uh, just just research. I wanted I wanted the um, the stories to either have been been cataloged in um, you know it, it, historic books in uh, in in newspapers or other media outlets, or I interviewed people who who encountered things. Um, so that's 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 where the research was. I I, I wanted uh, you because know, there are a lot of books, and I've written a couple of them that are. Uh, regional, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I wrote uh, "Haunted Missouri" was my first book, and and those are those are great. But I wanted something that that everybody could pick up and say, "Hey, wait a second, this is in this is in my place, this is in my home state." Absolutely, because you your chapters are every state, various states uh, dealing with creatures in every state. Yeah, right. And and I've heard from a number of people, and uh, I I really appreciated when I've heard them. They're like, you know, I grew up in Indiana. And I hadn't heard of this one. Thank you for putting that in the book. That was fascinating because I'm going to do research on it now. What do you find that the most prevalent creature is around the Americas? Is it Bigfoot? Hands down, Bigfoot. Uh, Bigfoot has been uh, seen in uh, all in 49 out of the out of the 50 states. Uh, Hawaii is the only one it hasn't been. There hasn't been a Bigfoot encounter. And Bigfoot is it's it's a that's a big one for me because. Um, it's not just been seen in all across North America. It's been seen in ev- on every continent. Um, it's, I mean, even even Australia for yeah. gosh sakes with 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 the Yowie. So if any of these monsters in the book are real, I think that one is a is a big candidate for being real. I, I think we can definitely conclude that people are seeing some kind of creature. There's no question in my mind. I mean, I'm sure. We get a couple little hucksters that will create something or something like that. But by and large, you've got a lot of well-intentioned people seeing this creature. It's something. Whatever it may be, it's something, isn't it? Right. And and the passion behind the people who've encountered it when, when, when I've talked to them, um, they're reliving something as they're telling telling me the story. And they saw something. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely convinced, like I said, that, that uh, a lot of people have actually seen something 
real. They get pretty emotional with some of these stories, too, don't they, Jason? Well, I think I would, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and oh, this yeah. Is, uh, I mean, this is one of the, one of the things that, that I, I've said for years when people talk to me about, about anything to do with the paranormal. It, it's, it's great. I love, love the paranormal as long as it happens to somebody else. We're going to go we're going to go through a, a number of these creatures and monsters and you can explain to us what they are and what some of the cases are from people. Next hour Jason will take phone calls and uh, folks can either ask you a question or share a story with us too if they've come across a creature or two. You know what's interesting too Jason, the last couple of weeks some of the weirdest fish and things have been showing up on shorelines. Uh, just yesterday, we had a picture on the coast-to-coastam.com website of this fish that looked like a huge rock or or log from a tree. I mean, this thing was massive. It looked like it was like six feet long. It was huge. It, its eyeball was as big as somebody's closed fist. Right. I saw that picture, and if I were walking along the beach, I would not have thought that was a fish until I got, got right up on it. I, and, and it would be freaky to see it as a fish, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah, it it would, and there have been a lot of uh, a, a lot of these uh, issues. Not not just washing up on the beach, but people, you know, catching fish or, or catching a glimpse of of certain marine life places they're not usually. And uh, it's just a uh, you know, if the you know the planet planet's warming up and things are going places they didn't use, didn't normally used to be. Did anybody ever report to you or anybody Bigfoot attacking and hurting somebody? I've not personally talked with anybody who's been attacked by a Bigfoot. It's, it seems like uh, they will try to scare people uh, away, like out of their territory, uh, but, or uh, just run away. Um, I've, I've heard some uh, accounts on, uh, on programs of Bigfoot attacking people, but, but personally I have not. Great illustrations on the cover of the book, Chasing American Monsters. I would not want to come face-to-face with the main goat man or the Ozark Howler. Right. I, I know that, you know, I'd be more at peace with the Howler because it's, it's bipedal beasts that have some humanity in them. That, that Those kind of freak me out. The Bigfoot, Washington Bigfoot you've got, looks a little docile, even though he looks lumbering and huge, but uh, he doesn't look as mean as the other one. The main, the main goat man looks more like the devil, doesn't he? Yeah, he sure does. And yeah, the Bigfoot on, on the cover of the book, I'd go fishing with him. He looks like a nice guy. <laughs> Speaking of that, I did get a call during open lines a couple years ago from a guy who said he was fishing on the side of a bank and he caught two trout and he's holding them up. And as he does, he spots a Bigfoot that's right behind him looking at the two fish. The guy panics and hands the Bigfoot both fish, and, and Bigfoot takes them. <laughs> he then looks at the guy and gives him one back. <laughs> well, that's a great story. It is. That's, yeah. The, uh, and yeah, it's believable. I'll, I'll you one of my fish, and, and uh, yeah, he gave it right back. That is terrific. As, as you were writing these stories, now you got every 50 states illustrated. Now, are there similar monsters in some of the states, or are there different monsters in every state? Well, uh, yeah, we've we've already touched on Bigfoot, and and that one's fairly fairly the same throughout the the country. Although there are some variations. Well, how many states, for example, would Bigfoot cover? Oh, forty nine. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, it All covers right. everything. And and I've been working, uh, you know, going through monsters in Canada, and of course, it takes 
you know every every province and territory in Canada as well. Uh, yeah, there are some. Um, there are a lot of uh, a lot of animals that have been reported that are. Uh, it seems like they might be part dog and part cat. Um, the um, um, uh, the 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 wampus cat uh, for one that's been seen in a in a few different southern states. Uh, yeah, the Ozark howler uh, being another uh, that that seem to have. You know, it looks similar to something that actually lives, but it's got bits and pieces of other animals in, in with it. There, there's also um, a fairly common, uh, a lot of states call them melon heads, uh, fairly common uh, in Massachusetts, a couple, hmm. other, couple other states around there, I believe Illinois, and in, uh, uh, in, they're called the grunch in, um, in, in Louisiana. But they're short uh you know diminutive people that hang out on the the edge of edge of towns in in wooded areas and uh uh attack you know kill kill and eat wildlife and and also been domesticated animals and tend to scare teenagers in cars would you say that any of these creatures jason would be part of the supernatural or paranormal crowd there yeah yeah there are are some but when it comes to uh yeah, when it, when it comes to monsters, I mean, we don't definitively know what these things are, even though we might guess on a few of them. So they could be anything. Um, with with Bigfoot, I tend to go with a, a more terrestrial uh, explanation, although that's you know coming into, into disfavor with it with a lot of researchers. But 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 some definitely like the the black dog of, of Hanging Hills in Connecticut is more paranormal than than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's. Seems to be an omen. Red eyes? Well, uh, uh, no, not not this one. This, uh, although there are a lot of uh, black dog stories in in England and uh, and over here in the U.S. that that do have do have red eyes. This one seems to be more like a friendly puppy. When you when you see it, if you're in the black or if you're in the Hanging Hills, uh, it'll follow you around all day. Uh, there was a, a story about a New York geologist named W. H. C. Pynchon. Who was in the Hanging Hills in uh, the late 1800s and saw a nice little dog, and it just followed him all day. And uh, he went there again and saw it later, and uh, it followed him again. The third time, the legend huh. has it, the third time the dog you you venture into the black the Hanging Hills and see the black dog, uh, you're going to fall to your death. Unbelievable. So that's more paranormal. And you and you pet the dog, you end up with no hand probably. Well, possibly. I, I don't know. He seems like a good boy. What has been for you, outside of the many Bigfoot stories, but what has been for you one of the most wild creature stories you've heard? Well, I think my uh, my favorite, there there are a few wild ones in there that are, uh, well, there, there are a few different types of monsters. One, ones that I think are real. Uh, and, and, and two, a few in there that I'm pretty sure were, were made up. Uh, and and one of those is the Slide Rock Bolter of of Colorado, and uh, miners uh, back in the uh, mid 1800s uh, who were in uh, in the Rockies uh, staking their claims would come back to town and tell people of the Slide Rock Bolter, which was a land whale, and instead of a fluke, it had a hook on the end of its tail, and it would hang on a mountain with that hook and wait for its prey. And let go with the hook and slide down the mountain, eating up rocks and trees until it got, you know, got down to whatever it was going to eat, which was mostly, uh, you know, people, I guess, coming to 
<laughs> coming <laughs> coming to tourists. Jump to the miners and tourists as yeah. well. Um, but yeah, that one that Jeez. one seems fairly ridiculous because it's a land whale. Uh, but it's you know apparently kept some people out of out of the mountains. The, the miners didn't want there. What does it tell you, Jason, about the the fact that there's so many creatures out there? And again, you know, let's assume eighty percent of them are real. That's a lot. That that is a lot. But if if you think that um, every single year there is an average of like between fifteen and eighteen thousand new species discovered. And a lot of those are insects, about half are insects, but there are amphibians and, and reptiles and mammals and different types of birds that are discovered each year. Just last year, and they're not small all the time either, just last year a new species of orangutan was discovered. Uh, those are big <laughs> Those are big animals. Yeah. Uh, so we keep finding new animals. One of these days, just got my fingers crossed, Bigfoot or, or maybe the thylacine over in Australia are going to fall on that list. I just hope they don't shoot the creature. I'd, I'd ra- You know, if they're going to capture it for science and show people, you know, okay, that happens, but not kill it. Yeah, that's the big, that's the big twist. I want these things to be proven uh, <laughs> that they exist, but I don't want a dead body. But that, that might, you know, might be what it takes. Well, you know what? When you have to weigh a captured dead Bigfoot because it was shot as opposed to not having one, my preference would be not to have it. Right, which I I, com- I completely understand that, and I'm, I'm kind of torn with my uh, you know my desire to know, and also my desire that it, let it live for God's sake. It was, some people think Bigfoot is uh, from a UFO or it's dimensional. Do you get that a lot? Yeah, I, I do. And what I like to do, at least in my head, is is to count out all of the uh, terrestrial explanations before I go jumping toward. Uh, something else that hasn't been proven by science, like you know, yeah, UFOs or, or interdimensional travel. Um, but there are an odd number of Bigfoot encounters or Bigfoot sightings that are in the same area as as UFO sightings, and and Bigfoot also tends to just disappear, um, you know, and sometimes leaving its you know footprints, and all of a sudden they're just gone. Where did he Where did he go? So. Uh, I mean, dimensional travel and and UFOs would explain uh, some of this odd behavior. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.